welcome to Getting Dimensional. I'm your host, Carol Amaya Lefebvre. Dreams have been fascinated and mystified by humans for centuries. And across cultures and times, people have looked at their dreams for guidance, insight, sometimes a glimpse into the future or the unknown. Many dreamers report encountering similar symbols. And so today, I want to talk about the different symbols, what the meanings of some of them are, and how to explore your dreams or help remember your dreams on a deeper level. So let's dive right in and get dimensional. I'm going to start by talking about some of the symbols, and then we'll discuss some of the tools that'll help you remember your dreams. So a really common one is flying. Flying is associated with seeing things from a different perspective. So if you think about it, when you're flying, you're above looking down. So it can give you a sense of freedom, of escape. You can even look at things differently or see them from a new perspective. So for me, it's like becoming the observer. The high self is looking and watching what I'm doing. So this could be symbolic of a part of you that is observing what you're doing, or it could also be a part of you that really desires to escape and see things from a different perspective to remove constraints, and to have more liberation in your life. The next one is falling. I think we've all had that dream of falling at one point, and it's associated with a feeling of being out of control. So, of course, when we start to fall, we feel like we can't control the situation. So it can symbolize that there's an area of your life where you feel out of control or there's a sense of insecurity. When you reflect on the situation, when you're awake, just see how you feel. Do you feel unsupported in an area of your life or overwhelmed in an area of your life? Sometimes paying attention to the content of the fall and the emotions associated with it can give you clues to what your dream is. I remember having this really weird cartoon dream once, just like in the cartoons where you see these little characters and they'd walk up the stairs. I think it was Bugs Bunny or something like that. They'd walk up the stairs and then they'd jump down into this tiny little bucket. Well, my dream, I was a cartoon character and I was running up there and I was jumping down, and I was running up there, and I was jumping down. So I wasn't really falling. So for me, that was there was a part of me that was diving into not being in control and releasing my need to control, because in the dream, I wasn't afraid. And then I've had other dreams where I'm walking, and I'm just stepping off of a curb in the wrong way, and I wake up jumping because I've fallen down. So that could be a symbol of losing control in a really small area of your life. So just something tiny. And then of course, big falls could be a feeling of losing control on some bigger level. Another really common one is teeth falling out. 
I hate having those dreams <laughs> where my teeth are falling out. It's so awful. And it causes a lot of distress. You wake up and you're like, oh my God, my teeth are falling out. This is awful. What does this mean? It can be linked to feeling powerless, um, issues of self-esteem showing up in your life, or a really common explanation is just you're going through a phase where you're really concerned about your appearance. So again, you have to explore the feelings of how you felt and then how it relates to any issues that are coming up in real life. Being chased, there's another one I've had a lot of, and it can be associated with avoidance and you're literally running away from something. So anytime you're being chased in a dream, it's symbolic of maybe avoiding something, avoiding a confrontation of some sort, or not wanting to face an unresolved issue. So this is often going to come up when your subconscious mind is trying to tell you it's time to get ready to face this part of your life and you don't want to face it. So in your dream, you're being chased. Water is another very common one. Water is associated with our emotions. So if you're dreaming that you're floating on clear, calm water, then it can represent that you feel fairly tranquil and you're emotionally clear and you're feeling good in your life. Sometimes we feel like there's a big tidal wave coming at us, and this could be the unconscious mind symbolizing that you are in emotional turmoil and that you're really trying to work through some emotional things in your life, and then it's so overwhelming that you feel engulfed by emotion. So just pay attention to what's happening with the water. Are you floating on the water? Um, or is it submerged over your head? Are you feeling like it's overwhelming? And when you come out of your dream, just pay attention to how the emotions felt regarding the water. Another common dream is being unprepared. You're trying to get somewhere and you're not prepared. You don't have the right outfit on. You're missing a component. You're trying to get out the door. You're feeling really unprepared for something. That's usually associated with the fear of failure. So, being unprepared in real life, maybe for an exam or a presentation or what's going on in your life that you're anxious about and feel unprepared for. So, these dreams really bring up feelings of inadequacy and fear of failure. So you'd need to analyze the situation, take a look at your real life, and ask yourself, where do I feel unprepared? Another real common symbol is you have a dream, and in your dream, you recognize the people. But in your waking life, you don't recognize them at all. Well, this is often symbolic of an aspect of yourself. So you recognize them in your dream because it's a part of who you really are and you don't know them in real life. So these could be traits that you have. So when you wake up and you're remembering your dream, 
your subconscious mind is trying to help you understand your own characteristics and what's involved with who you are on a deeper level. Now, sometimes we have dreams and we recognize all these people. Say you're at a party and you recognize some people and you're really happy with them. And then you recognize other people and you're like, oh my God, I want to stay away from that person. Those are all aspects of yourself because in your dream, you recognize them. So I often will think about, okay, was that female or a male? So that's what feminine part of myself is trying to share parts of who I am. What are the male parts of myself who are trying to share parts of who I am? Are the female aspects of myself trying to stop something I'm doing? Are they supporting me? Who are the people in the dreams? What aspects of them are in your own personality that you haven't paid attention to? And are they helping you in your dream or are they hindering you in your dream? Like I remember having this really bizarre dream. So in this dream, I was in a dorm room and I was supposed to be studying for an exam. And I had two study partners with me and they were two guys. And in my dream, I knew them, but in real life, I didn't. And there was a knock on the door and there were a whole bunch of girls and they had bottles of alcohol and they were in a party mood and they wanted to party. And I kept closing the door and telling them that we needed to focus. We need to focus. We need to focus. We're practicing for this exam. And I would close the door and then there'd be a knock on the door, and these women would be there again. And this happened over and over. So talk about your subconscious mind trying to give you some information. So I realized that there's part of me, this masculine part, who represents being out in the world, having to study and prepare and get my shit together, let's say, and really have to focus and get prepared. And then there was this other part of me, this big group part of me that were my feminine side who wanted to have fun and party. And they kept showing up and they kept interfering with my focus. So then I had to really pay attention to what part of me wants to distract me, wants to sabotage me from being focused and on purpose. And the fact that they had bottles of alcohol with them made me realize that do I have a drink occasionally and does that interfere with my focus and being on purpose? Does that knock me off track? And what part of me uses alcohol to knock me off track so that I'm not as successful in life and I'm not as focused. So it's really cool when you start to look at the symbolism of the people who show up in your dream that are really aspects of yourself. So ultimately, the interpretation of our dreams are they're subjective and they're personal. And over time, you get to learn what those patterns are and you start to pay more attention to what the subconscious mind is trying to share with you. It's an awesome tool, really awesome to use. So I'm going to share a few techniques with you that can 
help enhance your dream recall and have worked for me. So pick the ones that you like that work for you and try them. Experiment. It's really good to experiment with different things. So the first thing is before you go to bed, consciously tell yourself that you want to remember a dream. Now, you can ask for a dream that's related to a specific topic. So if there's something that you want more information on, you could ask before you go to sleep, high unconscious mind, I would really love to have a dream that would tell me or help me understand what I need to be more intuitive. Give me some guidance on how I can become more intuitive and then go to sleep and see what happens. Now you may have to ask your unconscious mind this a couple nights in a row. That's not a problem. Just stick with it. The other thing to do is to have a dream journal or a notebook by your bed. Sometimes we wake up in the middle of the night with a dream and then we just kind of fall back asleep. And then it's really hard to remember it the next day. It's like, oh my God, it was so vivid in the middle of the night. Why can't I remember it now? If you have a little piece of paper or something by your bed, even if you can just write two or three things down, whether it's just an emotion or a sense of what the dream was, it will definitely help. The other thing is to wake up gradually. Try not to be jumping out of bed. Just lay there in that hazy half state for a few moments and just try to see if there's any memory or any residual of a dream that may have been there. One of the things you can do is actually hold your forehead. So just touch your forehead while you're laying in bed in that hazy state. And it brings the energy from the back of your brain into your more creative center. And that may help you recall some of your dreams. When you have one, the next thing is to focus on the emotional theme. Like what was the emotion? Were you happy? Were you afraid? Were you confused? These can all trigger a recall of more details for your dream. So just try to think about the emotion that you felt, and then that might help. From there, you can start to work backwards. So you recall the emotion, and then you will recall something. Sometimes the last thing I remember when I wake up is where I start. So I remember something and then I think, okay, how did I feel about that? And then as I get into the feeling and recalling the last thing, I start to work myself backwards. And then I try to go backwards and then more and more information will come. And that's when I try to jot it down because I don't want to forget it later. The other thing you can do is have a really regular bedtime schedule. Your subconscious mind gets used to you transitioning into sleep. So you can include reading before bed or if you do any relaxation techniques, that's also really good. Go to bed at a regular time. I try to go to bed by 10. I know that might seem early for some people, but there are different 
times in which our metabolism kicks in. So between 6 and 10 a.m. and between 6 and 10 p.m., our metabolism and our body is at its sluggish time. So those are the times that you want to go to bed before 10. And you don't really want to eat too much between 6 and 10 at night because your metabolism is at its lowest. So if you go to bed before 10, you will have a better sleep because you'll notice that say 10.30, quarter to 11, you'll get a second wind and then you'll be up because your metabolism kicks in again and you become more alert and more aware. So if you can manage to start winding down, say at nine o'clock, it takes a little bit, but you can do it. You just have to be consistent. And then at some point, you'll start to get sleepy once you create the habit. And then it's really important to get enough sleep because it's really hard to recall dreams if we don't get enough sleep. And we can't get deep enough to get a proper REM. So try and get as much sleep as you can. And the last thing that I would say is you can sleep with a crystal. I use crystals all the time. In fact, I don't think there's a night that I go to bed without one. So I'm just going to go through a few crystals that you can use to help you sleep and to help you recall dreams. So the first one is amethyst, and it promotes like a peaceful, calming effect. And it encourages really deep sleep and pleasant dreams. So find yourself a little amethyst that's not going to jab you that you can hold. Palm stones are awesome to use. And sleep with an amethyst. It also helps with intuition. So you're working on several levels when you work with an amethyst. Moonstone is another one. I just love sleeping with moonstone. It does help you have a restful sleep. And it helps facilitate lucid dreaming, which is being aware of the fact that you're dreaming and having some sort of control over the characters and the narrative of your dream. So the moonstone helps healing process, it helps inner peace and harmony. It's a beautiful stone to wear even just during the day. Celestite, that helps tranquility and relaxation, and it releases anxiety, so it can help people sleep a little bit more comfortably. Lapis lazuli, that's a really bright blue crystal. It has a lot of mystical properties and um, it can enhance psychic abilities and astral traveling and out-of-body experiences. So it can really encourage vivid dreams and help you have really deep insight into the hidden meanings of dreams. Tiger's eye, it's a really great protection stone but it also helps sharpen your focus and it can really increase the intensity of your dream experiences. So if you never have dreams, definitely Tiger's Eye would assist you and it'll help ward off bad dreams. So if you're a person who has a lot of nightmares, try sleeping with the Tiger's Eye. It's a dream enhancer, but it wards off all the negativity. Malachite is a pretty green stone, 
and it helps release negative patterns, behaviors, and belief systems. So if you sleep with a malachite, you'll have more positive dreams, but it'll also help you release some old behaviors and belief systems you may not want. Obsidian, it shields you. Sometimes if I feel out of sorts and I feel like I just need to be protected and shield and safe while I sleep, I'll sleep with an obsidian. I usually have one in my bedroom on my nightstand. And it just helps bring out some hidden aspects of your psyche while you're dreaming. And it can also boost your self-confidence and your self-esteem and really keeps you safe and protected. Hematite is another one that helps ground you. It gives you mental clarity, focus, concentration. So it helps dream memory. So for those people who really can't remember anything, hematite is your go-to stone to improve your dream memory, and it helps you process the information from your dream. Fluorite, it encourages dream state, and it helps distract you from external sources and forces. So if you're one of those people with a big chatty mind and you have a hard time falling asleep, Chlorite can help reduce chaotic energy and help you get into a dreamy, restful sleep and encourage dreaming. And the last one is jade. So in the dream state, jade can attract positive energy and some of your new guides. So it can attract helpful guides that can help you to get answers to solutions and help you have vivid dreams that you will remember. So any of these crystals you can put by your nightstand, or I like to buy the palm stones that are soft that I can hold in my hand, and then I just hold it in my hand or put it under my pillow. Sometimes they end up on the floor, but they do really work. So in conclusion, just remember that improving your dream recall is a gradual process. And consistency is really the key. You have to practice, practice, practice. Experiment with these different techniques. Find the ones that work best for you. And over time, you'll find that your ability to remember dreams will become more reliable. I want to thank you for joining me on Getting Dimensional. I look forward to continuing our sacred journey into self-exploration and awareness. Until next time, I'm Carol Amaya Lefebvre. Have a dreamy day.